0: What's up, Wolfpack Nation. Welcome back to Tuffy Talk here. And we're really glad you chose to check in on this preview for the NC State versus UNC matchup, the Wolfpack versus the Tar Heels. And it's always a great rivalry game. I think it's one of the most underrated in the country. And we're going to get to see the next episode in this rivalry on Friday afternoon at 3 30 on ABC, nationally televised game. I th- I think it's just going to be A really fun game. You never know with rivalry games. And as a state fan, I can tell you, and I think every state fan knows, this has been a depressing season to end this season a little bit. But, man, it could go really go right if you uh, can get a win against Carolina. And um, I know Carolina fans, even this past weekend, they were been pretty depressed with how that game against Georgia Tech went. So both fans would like to end um, this season, in the regular season, with a win um against the other. So, uh we have Will here from Great Day Tar Heel and uh Will really glad to have you on the show. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, we um we have I mean, guys, we've got one of the matchups I'm excited to watch and I think it's going to be the matchup is going to be UNC's offense versus NC State's defense, right? UNC as uh, I mentioned in the last episode, in the ACC, they're number one in the ACC in uh, scoring offense. They're averaging 80, 38 points a game. NC State has the second ranked defense in the ACC. They're allowing, on average, 18.7 points per game. The only team that's doing better is Florida State at 18 points, eighteen point zero points per game. Um, so, and then, you know, I know. To kind of contrast that, I think I'm looking here as of this week going into the game, NC State on offense is ranked ninth, um, averaging 24.9 points per game. And okay, and ironically, uh, UNC is last here in defense, allowing 30.4 points per game. So that's where I'll come back to that matchup UNC's off- offense versus NC State's defense. Um, and I guess, Will, I'll start with you. What do you think about that matchup? What like different dynamics there between UNC's offense and NC State's defense? What do you think about that going in Friday? I
1: think it's always exciting when the the strength of your team is going against the strength of the other team. Um, yeah, because it it gives you both a sense of confidence going into it. Um, yeah, you know I think it's going to be a big one. Josh Downs personally, how the last Georgia Tech game ended, also plus being the son of a, a Wolfpack running back, um, he mm-hmm. might have a little chip on I'm the shoulder coming into on that. it. <laughs> Um, but it's I'm excited. I've been excited for this matchup all year long. Um,
0: especially, isn't? At, yeah, it's a great game.
1: You know, le- the uh, you know, offensively we looked pretty good last year. I know you guys had some injuries going into that game, but now um, we've been rolling on offense this year. And like you said, you have one of the best defenses in the nation. So you know, it's kind of hard to predict how it'll shake out. I'm sure there will be some big. Lo- attack was for lost by NC State and I'm sure there'll be some big deep balls hit by UNC mm-hmm. I guess it's just gonna come down to who can take care of the ball and who can have more plays go the right way for their their team yeah matchup. let me
0: ask you yeah let me ask you this question um when UNC has been successful what has happened to make them successful and then at the same time When UNC has struggled, I say that specifically on offense, mind you. So when UNC has been um, successful on offense, X has happened. What is X? Like What has happened to make them successful? And then vice versa, when they are not playing well, what is it? What's the common denominator that's making them not play well? What is it that's keeping them from being successful? I
1: think when we can get a good run game going, um, it opens everything else up. But also, yep. if you look at the pit game, the run game wasn't going, so you could see they kind of said, "All right, we're gonna go ahead and air raid tonight," and we just passed the ball. And um, you know, the the ability to get first downs um, and sustain drives is huge. Um, you see, you know, in the, when you get behind the chains early in the series, at, like Georgia Tech, we get four or five sacks in that in that game, and it's hard, yeah. you know, a first and ten becoming a second and sixteen, it's hard to get first downs that way. And it's hard to keep the ball yeah.
0: that way. So, do you um, do you what are the differences um, state fans can look into when they see uh, Omari and Hampton versus George Petaway at running back? You mentioned that is seems to be the denominator of success or not having success for UNC's offense, and that seems to make sense because that means you're controlling the line of scrimmage, right? So, um, that that seems to make a lot of sense. But between those two running backs, what how do they differ? What is different in their styles.
1: Well, you know, when they came, when they, coming into the season, I made a comparison that they're like a Javante Williams and Michael Carter, where Martin Hampton out of a uh, Cleveland high school is, is just your big physical. I mean, the kid looks like a junior in college coming into, into college. I mean, he's six foot two twenty. um, run through the tackles. You know, I would not want to get in his way. He started off the season returning kickoffs, which is frightening to think about. um, hmm. I would be grabbing ankles if I was in one yeah. in of them. Um, Pedaway is more of your quick change of pace guy. Um, he was really good in the All-American game as a receiver. And so I'm surprised his first catch wasn't until last night um, this season. And he's more of your – your you know, the Panthers had smash and dash back in the day. It's kind of how they are.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 that's a good point there. I think for um, – NC State defensively, I think an area of their team that has been, I can't say underrated at this point because they are number one in interceptions in ACC at this point, but I think their secondaries, um, when they're covering well, um, I think it allows our defensive line and linebackers to really uh, get to the quarterback because they're, you know, I I think Tyler Baker-Williams or NC State um, has been one of your better defensive players in general at the nickel position, which will be interesting because he'll have to probably go up against Josh Downs a lot. And uh, that'll be a good matchup. But I I would say, as I mentioned earlier, State's run defense has been pretty solid. Uh, they don't generate a, lot, generate a lot of sacks. But um, I think lately the key to NC State's success has been just, to be honest, just blitzing and blitzing like the fire out of, the opposing offense. I mean, they're sending all kinds of blitzes, corner blitzes, safety Tanner Engel coming, flying down from the safety position. Um, obviously you got Drake Thomas, Peyton Wilson, and Isaiah Moore at linebacker. Um, I think state's going to need to blitz um, a lot and put a lot of faith in their secondary to win this game, in my opinion. Um, and, yeah, that's just my thoughts, Bear. Because I mean, I we I, talk about you talking about UNC's offense versus State's defense. I just can't see us winning this game if we let Drake May have three seconds back there. I think they're yeah. going to need to blitz. Um, what do you think about that, Michael?
2: Yeah, I agree. And <clears throat> you know, obviously, pressure makes any quarterback uncomfortable. We did it to Sam Hartman. Um, we were very successful at it that game. Um, And he threw three interceptions. Um, So I think that's really key against any quarterback. Um, But yeah, I think it's going to be slowing down the UNC offense. I don't, I don't think you're going to stop them obviously, but you know, if you can hold them under 24 points, I mean, Georgia tech did it. They held them to 21 or 17. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you're going to have to hold that, the UNC offense, to under 24 points if State wants any shot to win.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think it's going to be tough because that falls right somewhere in between the averages, right? Carolina is yeah. averaging on offense 38 points a game, and State is allowing, on average, 18, 19 points per game, somewhere in 18.7 to be exact. So... um yeah, they're going to have to hold Carolina to under thirty, in my opinion, or under twenty-four, as little yeah, as possible. At least. Yeah, um, yeah, because but because that's, that's the other side of it, which we can get to now. Is state is you know state has had their top two quarterbacks injured as of the Louisville game. You did Dre or Devin Leary's out for the season, and people thought he may be like a dark horse Heisman candidate. I didn't really think that necessarily, but um, um, but you know he. Had the offense struggled early on, wasn't a lot of success in the deep ball. He gets injured. He's done for the season. Um, you have you have to go into that Florida State game. It's Jack Chambers, the incoming graduate quarterback from Charleston Southern um, versus MJ Morris, who was the true freshman at quarterback and it ended up being MJ uh, coming out of that game, looking like the starter and plays really well up until this Boston college game. And he has his first freshman game and, he didn't play against Louisville because he's hurt. So I don't really – I think State's going to need to build off of – to be personal, I think they're going to need to build off what Ben Finley was doing, Michael. And I don't know if you think about that. If they have to go with Ben Finley or Jack Chambers, um, I think they need to ride with Ben Finley. What do you think?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say at this point. They they put right. They started Chambers for two drives and put Ben Finley in. I feel like they'll do something similar and just whatever quarterback looks better on those two drives, that's who they'll stick with the rest of the game. Um Yeah. I do think Finley I, probably I, gives I, you a better chance just because he's a better passer than Chambers. Um but and
0: here's um, my here's my thought that I see I could see it going Jack Chambers potentially is that um we mentioned, you know, UNC being great on offense and they've struggled defensively, but the area that they've seemed to, um, struggle the most at is in the rushing defense. And I think that is where, yeah. uh, Jack chambers. Now they do actually take that back. Actually, they are last in the ACC in passing defense as well. Um, there are, but I feel like state, even if they don't have a quarterback, they do have the ability to run the ball. um, and that's like my only glimmer of hope. I mean, I'm not saying State's going to win this game. I, I don't foresee that. I'm not even going to bet on that happening at this point. But um, I think the fact that State can run the ball pretty well, pretty decently, um, especially now that Michael Allen has emerged, um, that is my glimmer of hope. I guess you mentioned, Will, um, guys like um, – No. I think Nolan – Taylor, Noah Taylor, Noah Taylor. Yeah. Noah Taylor out. Desmond Evans is out. Um, Gosh, your defensive line. Where have the strengths, where have the, the bright spots been on UNC's defensive front or the front seven?
1: Uh, Cedric Gray and Power Eccles have been really fun to watch this year. Um, yeah, both probably top five in the ACC and tackles. You know, Coming into this week, I think uh, Cedric Gray led the nation in individual tackles on the season. Um, they've been fun and really it's a guy I'm really happy to see not in the front seven but storm duck has started to look like his freshman year self again. I um, mean, he's, yeah. you know, PFF all American as a freshman and uh, all name team as a freshman. Um, <laughs> then he's hurt next two years. You don't really see much out of him, but now, you know, he had a pick in the Georgia tech game. He's made some huge deflections. So he's started to look more like himself, which has been nice to see. And then on the defensive yeah. line, um, you know, you see the guys take the field. They look like first round draft picks. Um, mm-hmm. Miles Murphy's started to come on pretty strong. Uh,
0: yeah, he's a good player.
1: Javari Ritzy is he's a monster to watch. I Javari Ritzy, yeah. yeah. He's uh
0: Yeah, that's a guy state recruited too. He ran
1: the two I mean he's a defensive tackle, runs a two hundred yard dash in high school. Like ran cross country in high school. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, he's just a, a freak of nature. Um he started to make some good plays in the back defensive, you know, backfield too. So he's getting yeah. getting some pressure in the last game. Um and then Cayman yeah. Rucker He's been the the kind of played both Noah Ta- Noah Taylor and Desmond Evans um, in spots, and he's managed is, to get uh, the pressure.
0: Is Vlahosik still
1: there? He's out for the year
0: too. He's out for the year too. Yeah. Okay, because I remember he um he had a pretty good game against State last year. Yeah, he's uh, he's the third
1: that. D lineman that's out for the season. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's that's some good. That's some key injuries there. But you're right, Miles Murphy is a um. For a defensive lineman, he's probably the one I would be watching the most. For a defensive lineman, I mean this guy has impressed me. Um, but then you mentioned a couple guys earlier that aren't defensive linemen, and uh, Power Eccles and Storm Duck uh, are. Is Duck a corner? Yep. I think Number and three. and uh, um, like Power Eccles, he is safety. He's the um, other interior linebacker, twenty three. Linebacker. Okay. yeah, uh, Those guys, I think, are really, really nice players for Carolina. So I think for state fans, you you watch those guys um, along with Miles Murphy. I think that'll be telling to see what Carolina does, in my opinion. But, yeah, those are really good players there. So, Will, I'm going to ask you this, Um, and then Michael will ask you this too. And it'll be UNC, and then for Will, you can answer on UNC's behalf, and Michael for states. But UNC has to do what to win this game on Friday? I mean besides, besides score more right, points yeah. obviously. Duh, that's that's a duh. Right, so I like the, what do they have to do unit wise, per, performance wise?
1: Um I went to the NC State Texas Tech game early in the year and my quick halftime assessment of NC State was the offense wasn't going to win them games every week. Um the defense is good enough to win games every week, but what will what will make or break their season is um team's abilities to get first down and sustain drives. Um, you mm-hmm. see that you know yep. State is amazing on special teams, and it's it's game changing. If 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 you get the ball at the twenty twenty five and you can't get a first down, that's dangerous for your team because State will you know they'll play the field position game all game long, and just mm-hmm. before you know it, they're receiving punts at the fifty, you know, and then they need yeah. two first downs, and they're in Chris Dunn's field goal range. So for you and Cedar, when they have to sustain yeah. drives, even if you don't score every drive, get some first downs. You don't want to give state a short field because they've shown they can win the field goal game and they can win games. Have have they won yeah. without scoring touchdowns this season? I mean,
0: yeah, I th- I think I don't know if they scored a touchdown this game, but that Florida State game was I can't remember that, that scores nineteen to seventeen. One,
2: we, yeah, we scored one touchdown. I think the rest were yeah. Goals. I think
0: he had yeah four field goals after that. That mm-hmm. was almost entirely Chris done. That was almost like. You can't call it the Chris Dunn game, but that was like <laughs> that was that was, that was the game yeah. Chris, Dunn won, Chris Dunn won us that game. And the Virginia
1: so. Tech game, I, I think, kind of describes what I thought of NC State because you know, the offense wasn't doing much. Defense mm-hmm. makes some huge you know, tackles for loss. And all of a sudden, on kickoffs, Virginia Tech can't catch the ball. They start to drop it, which builds more intensity. Yeah. And you can just feel it. You feel the whole momentum changing after that second time Virginia Tech dropped the kickoff. They they tried to give yeah. me a good birthday present, and then they kind of choked it away.
0: But, yeah, uh, hey, am I, like I said, like we were there, and I was like, I could not. When it went twenty-one and three, I was like, this game's over. My brother, he left a little early that game, and uh, man, I just don't think anybody saw that coming out of MJ Morris either. No, so, nice and too. I can tell you, if, if I will say this, if the future is Drake May versus MJ Morris, that is going to be really fun for this rivalry and really fun for the ACC. I think. Both, especially Drake May, but both quarterbacks at this point in the have shown a lot of potential. Um, obviously, Drake May more than MJ in much bigger sample size, but uh, I, I think that is going to be really fun yep, for both schools. So, Michael, let me ask you, what NC State has to do what to win this game?
2: I, uh, I think they're going to have to steal possession, multiple possessions. Yeah. Um, whether that's, you know, interceptions which we've been very good on. Um you know, UNC's going to throw the ball a lot, so there they'll there probably will be some opportunities for that or, you know, a kick return or a punt return for a touchdown. We haven't had one yep. of those this year. Um just because I mean, if you get into where UNC's scoring on multiple drives in a row, our offense just isn't going to keep up. So you're Gonna have to steal possession or touchdown somewhere from the defense or from special yeah. teams.
0: Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think State will need to win the turnover battle by mm-hmm. maybe maybe a plus two.
2: Yeah, that's I what don't I'm know thinking. if
0: I, I I think plus one depending on what you get from your offense and rushing the ball. Um, you know, um, but I think State's going to need to. I think to feel pretty good. I think State needs to get that plus two turnover margin or special teams play like you're talking about michael um to feel like you can win this game because i mean here's how i feel um i'm I'm a realist i i I think i don't i don't know how you can bet on nc state winning this game especially when you're down to qb3 qb4 i just tech was on qb3 and four but that's the thing that's the thing so it's like i saw that too it's like that's a glimmer of hope i mean and it's a rivalry game you never know um Heck, if it is Ben Finley, he played against UNC yeah, a couple of years ago. He didn't, so bad. he didn't look so bad. His brother is Ryan Finley. Was well, he the curious? quarterback that so.
1: threw the, the touchdown that the tight end deflected into UNC's hands for interception? Yeah.
2: Was that yeah. him? He should have had two. I don't he remember. Had, yeah. In 2020, he should have had two touchdowns. and He should have had two touchdowns and one interception against UNC. He ended up with one touchdown and two interceptions because it bounced off um, what's his face? Dylan Parham. Okay hit them in the hands and yeah. in the end. Zone. So yeah. before
1: we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor flatlands, dress insurance group that has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need offering policies for home and auto recreational vehicles, commercial crop health, life and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them
0: out. Yeah, so Finley's played against UNC at UNC. The at Atmosphere will not be too much for him, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, I just, I just can't. I can't pick state right now to win this game at the way it's been going. Now, I will say if for somehow. I don't, I don't think they've said, I don't think they've said MJ Morris is out for the season, but he didn't mm. play against Lula. Yeah. Somehow he can come back, you know, then I think that totally changes things um, for state, but um, particularly that's another layer of being able to run the ball, which is a game yeah. where I go back to, maybe you do go with Jack chambers. Um, more in this game because he can run the ball. Um, But I do think State's going to turn over battle. I just just think you're going to have to take away some possessions from the Carolina offense. I think State, to be honest, I think State's going to need to slow down uh, their offense, right? I think they're going to need to try to keep UNC's offense off the field Mm -hmm. as much as possible. So in that regard, I do think it plays into NC State's favor. I just think UNC's offense is dynamic. And I just... Think state doesn't have, has not had much success as a quarterback position. So, I think there are things that gives that go NC State's way as far as like, you know, needing to slow down the ball. Well, state wants to do that anyways. They don't have they like they want to run the ball in this game probably because Carolina struggles in that regard. But, um you know, I I just I mean I just think state does have a good defense. I just think Carolina's offense is dynamic and. Um, let me ask you this, uh, Will? You know, we haven't really talked a lot about this player, but uh, Josh Downs is having—he's had one of the best back-to-back seasons for receiver and ACCs had in a while. Um, what is what is his, his stat line? He's still been getting his numbers, you know, his stats every game, even though you know, did he? What did he? How did he do against Georgia Tech? Did he Oof, play not well that
1: Game at all? It was probably his worst game no? of his college okay. career. Um,
0: so I wonder if it partly is a matter of take away Josh Downs as much as you can kind of they thing. They or... for sure.
1: I mean, of course, you probably not a bad idea to do that because um, he was coming yep. off of the ACC record for most catches in a three consecutive game span. Um, yeah,
0: he's the real deal, man. He's, he's he's a pro. He's a pro.
1: But he only had three catches for 31 yards and 25 of it was on one play. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there was the mm-hmm. the last play of the game that didn't work yep. out in his favor. Um, Wide
2: open, dropped the touchdown, which would have um, won the game.
1: You know, I wonder if you know he he deactivated all of his social media since. Then I'm wondering if that's <laughs> a really focus did he really, or if it's you know idiot NFC yeah. fans being hard on him. You know, hopefully not. Um, but I mean, he's he's a a threat every time he's on the field. He yeah. um he's so hard to guard one on one, and he's just change of direction coming out of breaks. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I would never want to guard him one-on-one, I, you know, that's no, it's, it's, it's he's it's,
0: a pro. Like I said, he's a pro. He's, he's one, he's going to be a slot receiver that is going to terrorize NFL defenders for a long time. He's just, he's just, he's a really good player. I mean, he just is. Um So I was just curious. It's, I mean, it sounds like the strategy might be there to double up. Where is Josh Downs? clue number one for the defense yeah. and get pressure on drake may as much as you can and they I have wonder. they played a um, more
1: outside um against georgia tech and i think they have all season too which makes it hard to double. you don't want to double the outside receiver because that leaves the middle wide open especially with the tight mm-hmm. ends unc has um so it's it's definitely a chess match but
0: yeah i think unc is going to here's one thing out there i've noticed lately that i've seen opposing offenses due to nc state and they've had some success with I think you should watch out to see UNC try to pick on, particularly, um, not just our corners, but I think you should watch them pick on Derek Pitts. I've seen a lot of offenses, opposing offenses, pick on Pitts, likely number 24. Um, It seems like every game recently, he's gotten a P.I. called against him or two. And um, that's obviously hurt when you're trying to sustain drives. I think you should watch out for that. There was a play Louisville had... um, Against battle uh, against shine battle number twenty five on our team He's the other starting corner um and uh you know try to get hit a bad tackle but I, I i think you're gonna see Carolina try to pick on pitts personally um I think you're gonna see that a little bit um but yeah, so i'm gonna get in some predictions here guys um and I'll start with will um what do you think is going to be the uh score of this game what do you think will be the result man Whew.
1: I, I would have felt a lot better answering this before Saturday. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> what well, that makes it interesting, right? See, as, so. I,
1: as someone who sat through Russell Wilson's Hail Mary into the corner, and then <laughs> a couple years later Giovanni Bernard's punt return.
0: The two, the two-yard Hail Mary, you mean? Yeah. Right, the two-yard Hail Mary. Yeah. Two, you you know, the, 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 and Gia, oh my gosh, I still remember where I was when that happened. Twenty-third birthday. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
1: I'm going to say 35-30 UNC.
0: All right. 35-30 UNC. 30. Did we even know what the opening that's line is for this game? Six
1: and a half UNC favorites.
0: Six and a half. And a half. Okay. Yep. So that's right there. That's that's, that's not bad. Hey, so five points. touchdown game from UNC. 30 points. That's they generous. Get 30 <laughs> points. I actually <laughs> would like our chances. Yeah. I actually would like our chances if they get 30. Yeah. So, uh, but hey, man, thirty-five, thirty—that's Will Score from Great Day Tar Heel. Michael, what are you? What are your thoughts about this game?
2: Yeah, I mean, this one's so hard. Just obviously, like Will said after after last week, if if State can kind of watch that tape and figure out what Georgia Tech did to slow down UNC's offense, um, which I think we'll be able to do somewhat, anyways, just being. Uh, probably top one or two defenses that UNC's faced all season, um, but it's like it's strength on strength and weakness on weakness. Um, but I don't know. I just don't. I don't really feel confident enough in our quarterback position to truly think we have a a good shot or expect us to win here. Like I said, I mean. You need a, I think state will need a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown or some, some yeah. fluky play to that really um, carries momentum over our, to our side and puts points on the board without our offense having to do it, which, you know, that's not exactly something you want to rely on to win a game. Um, yeah. I'll probably go you, uh, UNC 35, state 20.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That seems about, about right. Somewhere in there. Um, you know, the more we've talked this through, the more I again, I'm not I'm not trying to be a homer here. I, I'm I do think there are more um, variables here that actually do play in NC State's favor. Um, the more I think it through, the more I can see things naturally fit the way NC State wants to run their game script at this point in the season. Yeah. Can I interrupt uh, um, you for a second? Yeah, go is ahead. one
1: of the big complaints about Tim Beck that he uh, throws too many screens? Uh,
0: no, I, mean, I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's that. I think it is. Well, Michael.
2: You go ahead, Michael. I, I, he definitely did with Leary because the quarterback run game is a heavy part of his offense. But, you know, Leary doesn't really have that mobility. So I think he used screens a lot as a way to... <laughs> An extension of the running game. Get the ball out quick to the receiver or running back.
1: Because people complain Chizik never blitzes. And literally every heavy blitz we ran against Georgia Tech, they threw a screen that play. So I'm like, yeah. if, screens, if screens are his thing, that might be a good timing. Might work out? Him. Hey, yeah. you never
0: know. I, I, that's another factor. If you're saying that, I have it's, not noticed that. Um, killed us. Yeah, maybe that. a maybe natural works out in his favor. And But the reason why I think people don't like, I don't say don't like, I think some people have a problem with, him back at times is because I think it's the way he calls plays. I don't think it's just, oh, just screens. I think it's things like, okay, I, I don't think state's creative enough. And I and I don't mean they need to do trick plays. I think it's just like it just seems at times like there's like vanilla and then there's vanilla with sprinkles. Like it's <laughs> not like it's not like it's just
2: let's just, you know, um, yeah, he you know, doesn't I don't know. Use lot there of is motion. a screenplay. He uses the right. tight end, tight fr- ends a lot, which doesn't make sense because our tight ends outside of Penix aren't great.
0: Well, th- well, there's Chris Tootle, but where's Chris Tootle then, yeah. right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. so, um, he's been a big red zone threat, red zone threat up until like halfway through the season, and then he just vanished. But my thing is to be like, you can almost guarantee, I can tell you right now, eighty percent, I would say seven eighty percent of the plays on first down are run plays. Just, just go ahead and. Just go ahead and pay. It's assume it's a run play on first down, and that's just a little bit, a little bit too predictable. Um The other part of it is like on third downs. If it's like third and nine, third and ten, third and twelve, let's throw a screen play. Let's play. Let's do like a little th- three yard play and let the try to get our guy in space to mm-hmm. make a play for another ten yards or seven yards. Like that's not a recipe for like, like if you need to get to the first down mark. Then draw a play that's going to get you there. Like, don't settle for like a conservative play. um, That's the the probability you're going to get that converted is very low, in my opinion. Um, I just think he does that kind of stuff too much, and it's a lot of it's. It's probably more conservative play calling. You, I would have thought they would have really opened it up. Um, It wasn't until halfway through the season that State really started connecting on the deep balls either. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they tried it a little bit with leary but he would overthrow them majority of the time and it didn't seem like they ever did it enough yeah um if you're going to have a guy who's like you know dave Dorn when icky was getting drafted last year to the panthers he got interviewed he's like yeah i think we had the greatest quarterback in the country and then if that's the case well why are we not usually doing more exciting plays with him throwing the ball i, I just didn't I know Dave Doran has always wanted to be a balanced offensive attack. He's, if you generally look at his, per, per, you know, plays, run or pass, it's ballpark 50 50, plus or minus 10% most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think Tim Beck has just not been creative enough. I think he's been, there's been too many conservative play calls. I think they're play calls that are too predictable. Um, and they're not taking enough, sh- um, Shots, in my opinion, I just don't think they're going to take enough shots. I think they actually kind of have had more success with MJ Morris throwing the ball deep than Devin Leary's, but that's just my soapbox moment there since you asked me. Um, (laughs) but going back to my prediction for the game, I I don't see state doing the getting the win, but um, I do think there's a lot of things that play in the state's favor naturally. The more we talk about it, I think the way I think state's going to want to slow the ball down, um, and hold UNC's offense off the field as long as they can which would help your third or fourth string quarterback Mm -hmm. Um, state's probably going to want to run the ball, which is UNC has struggled in consistently in the last few years. um, And there's nothing different this year, so to speak. Um, So I think you're going to see state try to run the ball, which again, drains the clock down and keeps your offense off the field, but you have to convert first downs. Um, So, There's that you mentioned. I didn't even take into consideration the screen play against Chiswick's defenses. Um, I, you know, Chris Dunn has been a good kicker, but I just think UNC's offense. I mean, if, if you're a Carolina fan, you feel so bad about UNC's defense. I just think their offense has just been, it's been able to cover it up, right? You mentioned they've won so many games by less than a touchdown points wise. Right. So, I just, I just don't think there's going to be anything different this game. Um, I, I don't, maybe state can get, uh, the plus two turnover margin. They are number one, in the ACC interceptions. And, um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be like a 34, 20 kind of game, 34, 18, 30, 18 kind of score UNC's favor. I just, what I think is going to happen. Um, but again, crazier things have happened. Like, yeah, I, like, I'm going to talk about this a little bit too before we sign off here. Did what were your thoughts about that way that game ended last year? Well, I know you probably don't like thinking about it, but like, <laughs> I, I think state fans and Carolina fans were like, "Holy cow, not, yeah. what just happened?" That
1: was pretty much it. It was like, "No, this isn't really happening, right?" And then the first was right. like, Okay, whatever. We'll get the onside kick back. It's like, yeah. You watched it roll like you didn't even try to get it when that player is now uh, <laughs> Oklahoma, um, <laughs> and then there was the long pass, the the pass interference was called on. Yep, and I'm like, wasn't the pass thrown like twenty yards out of bounds anyway? And then, of course, the you know everyone Tony Grimes got so much hate on that, but I think the safety just didn't rotate over because the picture yep. that you've seen a million times of Cam Kelly getting trucked in the end zone. Yes. Um. You know, it was just like, that really just happened.
0: I will say, dude, I'm not a big Tony Grimes fan. I think there's better (laughs) players on the UNC's defense than Tony Grimes.
1: It's it's really weird because, you know, he got so much hype coming in. And I went to the spring game going into last season. And, like, every time in coverage, he was, like, glued to the guy he was guarding. And I wonder if it's, like, last year was more, there was questions within the scheme. Because that one was a blown coverage. Um, there's no way your best receiver should be running down the sidelines wide open like that.
0: Oh, yeah, that was but, Yeah,
1: But there are so many times, like this year, the big complaint is, why are you eight yards off and it's third and four? Like, you trust them to get in yeah. someone's face and just lock them up. So, it, it's, yeah. you and know, I'm not at practices I wish I w- could be, but you know, I am curious what's kind of happened there in the secondary, yeah. especially with him.
0: Well, and again, to be positive, I do think – I said I'm not a big Tony Grimes fan. I I do think Power Eccles and – um, Miles Murphy and Storm Duck. I think those are three of your better players on defense. That yeah, I'll watch Power and Cedric game. Gray
1: are fun linebackers to watch.
0: Cedric Gray too. Yep, yep. Too sharp. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I just that you know my whole point to bring up that game last year, which we didn't really talk about it much. is You know, it's in the, it's last year, but um, I think it's interesting. Neither fan base feels very good about their team after this their previous weekend and UNC <laughs> losing to Georgia Tech and State losing to Louisville. Um, I think UNC is probably a little bit more confused at what happened. I think State fans know what happened. We just <laughs> yeah. don't have a we didn't have a quarterback, we just, so we, just, we
2: know what's wrong. We just can't fix it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it is. But uh, you know, if um, again if somehow State can get MJ back if he's not already done for the season, maybe things. Are, but I just I just think if you're going to roll with Ben Finley or Jack Chambers, it's just not a recipe for success and. Yeah. Uh, or or, or it's just not going to happen. I just don't. If it does, I would be surprised. I'd be very surprised, and I think most people would. So, um, but it's going to be an exciting game. I cannot wait to watch it. I think it's just going to be exciting because we know anything can happen at this game. It has proven to be that kind of game and rivalry. So, um, but for this for all the fans watching, um, it, again, it'll be an es. I mean, not ESPN. ABC at three thirty game kickoff in Chapel Hill um it'll be i tell you what man i hope i feel like every year since i know i think every year it should be carolina should wear all blue and state should wear (laughs) all red it just looks so good even in basketball or whatever sport red versus blue it should always be that way um but you'll see that guys it'll be red versus blue um wolfpack versus the tar heels nc state versus unc um abc 330 on friday um, not Saturday, Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. This will be a great rivalry game on the ABC national televised game. Um, but we really think we really want to thank Will from Great Day Tar Heel to be on here previewing uh, this matchup. And Will, where can uh, fans find you?
1: Um, on Twitter and Instagram at Great Day Tar Heel. And then one last thing, I want to congratulate State's uh, women's cross country team for their national title. And then shout out to yeah, the ACC's field hockey team on theirs today. So two more national yeah. titles in the ACC and on tobacco road. So
0: see yep. see guys that's what i'm talking about he's a sensible carolina <laughs> fan they're one of the few out there he's so just... no nah, i'm kidding <laughs> no nah, i'm just kidding no nah, he's been, will's been a will's been a really good guy to get to you know talk some just junk with on you know twitter and all that but very fair and um make sure for the state fans to go out and follow him um really good um perspective from the other side of the uh rivalry but again guys we'll see you guys on friday um be sure to like and subscribe this YouTube channel here at Tuffy Talk. It really helps us get out to other NC State fans and build that community that we have here and keeps it growing. And, um, you know, you can find us on um, iHeartRadio and uh, Spotify and all sorts of places, Twitter. Um, but be sure to like and subscribe, guys. It helps us out. Um, and uh, we'll see you guys Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. And as always, go Pack.